We here at Rack and Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. And we're recording. Ah! Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Uh, I'm Ryan, and tonight we're going to be playing Fiasco Second Edition. Woohoo! Uh, this is our this is our first time trying out Fiasco Second Ed, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, Akos, you want to tell us what playset we're playing, and also read the boiler? We are using the Home Invasion deck by Jason Morningstar. Here is the setup. This is a nice neighborhood with a nice mix of families and a nice, powerful homeowners association. People who aren't afraid to tell you that the shade of blue you're painting your house isn't allowed. Judgmental rich people. But lately, things have been unsettled around Poppleton Terrace. Oh, it's Poppleton Terrace. Oh, okay. Property values are falling, crime is rising, longtime residents are grumbling, and now new people are moving in. People who are not like us at all. Oh, we also have a friggin' uh, remains of a Ford probe on blocks in the front yard. That probably doesn't work well either. So, yeah. Uh, the, the HOA would probably have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about that, honestly. We have a yard with something written on it in Weed Killer. Hmm. All right, so Ryan, you introed us, so why don't you introduce your character? All right, uh, so hey everybody, as I said before, I am Ryan. Uh, I'm going to be playing uh, Sherry West. Uh, Sherry is... Uh, Sherry per- West Prestwood? West Prestwood, yes. Uh, Sherry is kind of uh, in the middle of a, of a rough patch in her life. She's currently out of work. Um... She's, uh, she's got her resume out there, though. She's, she's hungry for it. Um, and she's currently going through a bit of a messy divorce, uh, with her, with her ex-husband, or soon-to-be ex-husband. My name is Ed. I will be playing Stuart Prestwood. Uh, Stuart is, uh, currently living in a rather uncomfortable situation with his ex-wife, uh, or soon-to-be ex-wife. Neither of them are willing to leave the house. And we don't want to be accused of abandonment in the divorce proceedings. So, um, they, through the, the wise words of a therapist, have decided to split their house down the middle, um, including their front yard, which maybe the, the line of demarcation is written in Weed Killer. Could be, yeah. Um... Do you guys have kids? Mm. Are they split down the middle too? I think kids will complicate it. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> it's a fiasco. All right. Uh, so yeah, we we have uh, for for a long time our home was the. We've had kids for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> for our, their whole our, lives. Right. For their whole lives. <laughs> but what I was going to say was uh, our our home has been like the picture of domestic bliss, and uh, it was. The, the tension between us was just boiling and boiling underneath the surface and eventually it just broke and that's when we decided we were going to get divorced uh, the front yard went to shit because neither of us is willing to take care of the property 
uh, I lost my job, and we're going through a really awful divorce. So things are things are difficult. All right, uh, and I'm Alex. I am playing Virgil Guthridge. I am the treasurer of the Homeowners Association of Poppleton Terrace. Uh, I've been pestering these two because they owe some uh, back dues to the HOA, and that line of demarcation on their lawn isn't uh, in the guidelines. Uh, I'm also a secret alien invader here to try to take over the world. And I have a wife, quote-unquote, named Pearl, who's probably just a robot. Like, with a human skin. You should have uh, told that, described your character like Will and buried the lead. <laughs> uh, my name's Virgil. Uh, I'm an HOA treasurer, and uh, that's it. <laughs> like, like when he... Be- and uh, my dog talks, and uh, <laughs> he's a barista. Yeah. All right, so... I th- what are our kids' names? They're eight and ten. Um, here, you pick one and I'll pick one. Okay. I've got Danny. Danny and... Danny's older. He's the ten-year-old. Lizette. <laughs> was that is eight? Um, I think one of you should start. Yeah, because it seems like you're. It's focused on you guys, right? Um, Why don't you start, Ryan? Since you started the thing. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'll use one of the kickers, and, and I'll establish. Uh, your character and someone else's have a deeply odd interaction. Where are you, and what's so strange about it? Um, so, we are we are in our kitchen. Um, you are um, you are you are coming to fix yourself dinner, uh, and I am I am in the room off schedule. Uh, because we have uh, the the line, you know, th- cut through our house. Some some rooms you just need to get in sometimes. So we have we have a, a schedule drawn up. So uh, if it if it starts out, um, we we see the um, we see pinned to the fridge is a floor plan of the house uh, with a with an absurdly intricate line uh, drawn through every room. Um, and uh, little handwritten notes about what times each of us is allowed to, you know, be in the room. Um, the the common spaces, mm-hmm. right? The kitchen you can't really split in two because there's a stove, right? And you use the left burners, I use the right. We tried it; it didn't yeah. it didn't really work. Um. So I think that uh, Sherry is. Um, she she is. Um, she was she was running late uh, picking the kids up from from soccer practice, uh, and and we are we are currently just sitting down to dinner. Uh, me and the kids, uh, and and you come in. Like I said, I, I am in the I am in the room off schedule. Okay, I've just decided for some reason that Stewart's a used car salesman. <laughs> um, so he comes. He's does he, he own his own lot or is he just a salesman on someone else's lot? Um, he owns his own lot. That's right, it's a wealthier neighborhood. 
So he comes in from uh, a long day. <clears throat> oh. Kids. Hi, Dad. Sh- Sherry. You're having dinner. Yeah, uh, I was I was a little late picking up the kids from practice. There was there was traffic. Uh, I got stuck at the PTA meeting. Um, we're we're just gonna we'll, we'll finish up as soon as we can. Yeah, you know maybe maybe I'll just go into the living room then and watch some TV. Okay, I just just keep the volume low. I've got a splitting headache. He goes and he uh, walks into the living room and he puts on the TV. He of course blasts it. <laughs> um, Your kids are very quiet while they're eating because they can feel the tension. There's there's just a, a moment where um, Sherry Sherry like starts starts cutting her food and then the knife scrapes against the, the porcelain of her plate in a really uncomfortable way and she just Stuart Stuart would you please. Turn down the goddamn television. So don't repeat that. Don't use that language in front of the children. Sorry, but I just... I, it would appreciate a little bit of consideration. Told you I had a splitting headache. You went in the other room and turned on the TV, blasting loud. Well, if I had my choice, I'd be eating dinner right now. I'm starving. According to the schedule, that's exactly what I should be doing. Oh my but, God. Uh, Mommy, why can't Daddy have dinner with us? We, we've been through this, Lizette. He's he's more than wil- welcome to come in and fix himself dinner. I will go into the other room. You can have some time with Dad. But we want to have time with both of you. I don't know how Dr. Fortis would feel about that. It's it's just not a very good thing for mom and dad right now to be in the same room together because then things like this happen where your father decides to deliberately press my buttons. That's why Dr. Ford just came up with the schedule. I'm starting to think that Dr. Fortis's degree is not quite so reliable. Why don't you call her and tell her that? Look, if you want to come fix yourself dinner, I will go upstairs. Excuse me, kids. She she picks up her... She she just, like, takes her silverware, throws it on the plate, napkin, and then uh, picks up her her um, plate and, and leaves the room. Um, Stuart... <laughs> Stuart walks over to the kitchen and... Uh, Makes himself a, and uh, makes himself a sandwich. So, kids, how was your day? Good. Anything happen at school? Uh, just school stuff. School stuff. What does that mean? I don't know. They're really awkward. He sits down at the table. What are you eating? Chicken. Hmm. 
Well, Daddy... You're supposed to say, what kind of chicken? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of chicken? Just chicken. What do you mean, just chicken? It's just it's chicken. What kind of chicken? Uh, I don't know, chicken. I know, but is it is it like fried chicken? Is it chicken cutlets? Is it chicken parm? What kind of chicken? I don't know different chickens. You just you just hear from you just hear from the other room. Stuart, stop giving the boy the third degree about chicken. <laughs> what kind of chicken is it? Now I'm curious. <laughs> Use your eyes, Stuart. It's fried chicken. It's clearly fried. It's clearly fried chicken. Okay. So, next time somebody asks you what kind of chicken it is, you just say, fried. Okay. Daddy's going to have a sandwich, because... Well, Daddy doesn't know how to cook. Do you want some fried chicken? No, no, I don't want any fried chicken. He goes back into the living room and watches TV <laughs> with his sandwich. Stuart's apparently a jerk. Uh, Sherry, Sherry goes back into the kitchen and, and sits down. Uh, Danny, if if he if he treats you like that again, you just you just tell your father. You know, stop stop treating me like this. I, I know what kind of chicken I'm eating. It's fried chicken. <laughs> and you know what? Tell him you, you, you don't offer him any fried chicken. He's not entitled to this fried chicken. This is our fried chicken. Okay. He just looked like he he was asking about the chicken so much. I just Are you sure you fried chicken from your side of the refrigerator and not my side of the refrigerator? You don't have any chicken on your side of the refrigerator, Stuart. All you have is beer and cold pizza and some lunch meat. Yeah, well, who pays for all these groceries? Maybe I should have some chicken on my side of the refrigerator once in a while. Can we be excused? In unison. No! <laughs> he walks over to the... He goes over to the kitchen. He goes over to the kitchen. Here. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take some of these things and move them to my side of the refrigerator. Like this, chop me. You put that chop me back, Stuart. He, he he grabs a sharpie. Here, that half of the chop meat is yours. That half is mine. And he puts the chop meat directly in the middle of the refrigerator. Let's see what else. Um, this jar of mustard. My God. He puts it on his side. You don't even like mustard. Fine. You know what? She takes the strawberry out of your hand and draws the line around the bottle. Your half is on the bottom. My half is on the bottom. Okay, well... Then excuse me while I move your half. And he just goes over to the sink <laughs> and squeezes the mustard out into the sink. There! There's your half. <laughs> What's your daughter's name? Uh, Lizette. Lizette just starts crying. Oh no, Lizette. Lizette, don't cry. I like mustard. Why did you get rid of you all can the have mustard? Some, you can have some of my mustard. Why, why, why did you get rid of all the mustard? 
Look, look, what, look what you did, Stuart. You made the girl cry. I didn't get rid of all the mustard. There's still my mustard. My mustard's much better than her mustard. <laughs> look, look. He goes over to her fried chicken and puts some mustard on <laughs> I don't want it on my chicken. Well, you just said you love mustard. Not on my chicken. I want ketchup oh, on Jesus, my chicken. Jesus, I'm not a freaking mind reader. Okay, fine. He goes over and he gets the No, you ruined it. Oh, my God. Get her some more chicken, for God's sake. Steward, just get the hell out of here. Uh, and then, and then, I guess, Sherry spends the rest of her night trying to console <laughs> her two traumatized children. Daddy ruined my chicken! I, I know, honey, I know, that's a lot of mustard, but, but well, come on, we'll, we'll wipe it off, it's okay. It still tastes like mustard! I, I know, I know, but it's, it's all the chicken we have. Uh, and then... Well, you don't flip it over yet. Yeah, oh no, okay. Sorry, we just keep that. Yep. Alright. Uh, I think that ended poorly for you. Yeah, no, it definitely did. Alright, um... I am going to establish, um... After the mustard incident, <laughs> Stuart's going to go out into, his, into the backyard and, and start smoking. Uh, into the front yard. Oh, okay. Um, and probably run into Nigel. <laughs> Virgil. Yep. Uh, so Virgil's walking by. He's uh, wearing uh, khaki pants and a button-down shirt mm-hmm. with a sweater vest over it. Uh, and he's walking a little Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. On the end of a leash that has like little diamond studs on the collar. Oh, hey there, neighbor. Hi. Oh, you know, cigarettes are bad for your health. You probably shouldn't be smoking them. Yeah, you know what else is bad for your health? Fried chicken. Yeah, that's true. With lots of lots of trans fats and oil. That's a heart attack. Wait, you know what's good for you though? Mustard. Mustard's very good for you. It's got health benefits. I haven't heard about that one, but uh don't see how it could be bad. It's just, you know... Uh, what is mustard, anyway? I don't know. Like ketchup is tomatoes and stuff, and, you know, mayonnaise is eggs, but... What's mustard? I think it's mustard, and... I think it's just mustard. But isn't that a seed? Yeah, I think it's mustard, and mustard seed, and... Vinegar? One of the mysteries of the universe, I guess. I'm sure the mustard people know what mustard is. I hope so. Look, uh, just when you're when you're done with that, just make sure you don't leave the butt outside, because you know it's against regulations. You're gonna have to bring it back in and throw it away in your personal garbage. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, I know I've, I've mentioned this to uh, to to Sherry before, but th- this this line in the middle of your lawn there is a little uh, little outside regulation too. Yeah, well, so is our marriage. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Listen, it's an experiment. Our, our therapist says we should do it. Our shrink is very insistent that we demarcate everything. This is my side of the porch. That's her side of the porch. Right. It's just that the uh, HOA guidelines say that lawns have to be uh, continuous and maintained, and that line down the middle is, you know, neither. It just kind of... What did you used to make that anyway? Is that paint? Weed killer. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. See, that that would be a problem. Also, don't forget about <laughs> right. That. Yeah, uh, he points to uh, the driveway with the the old car up on blocks. Also, that uh, we've been getting a few complaints from the neighbors. Well, it's only a matter of time before I fix that up and sell it. Right. Um, I know it used to be in the garage, so it wasn't really a problem, but... The garage is hers. Yeah. Believe um, me, I have a big problem with it, too. I'll get right on that. I'm going to get that garage back, at least half of it. Okay. Well, great, because uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, neighbor. If you don't get ta- that taken care of by the next HOA meeting, they're probably going to... Levy some fines at you. You see, the real problem was I had to choose between my man cave and the garage. Man cave, garage, man cave, garage. Which one do you pick? That's... Both that's, of them should belong to the man. I mean, that's that's a real conundrum. I mean, my, my wife, Pearl, she's got her... Uh, she's got her she-shed, you know, out in the backyard where she does her... Uh... Listen, the she-shed is a myth. What do you mean? It's just something that women make up so that they can have a place to go. Like a man cave. Yeah, but that's real. Right, well, but my pearl goes to her she shed to do some uh, knitting and she does some embroidery. Uh, she also dabbles in electronics. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's a real whiz. I guess. Anyway, I don't mean to talk your to talk your ear off, but uh, little little uh, snippers here is starting to get a little antsy. So I'll best be going. Just remember, you gotta gotta get those violations taken care of. Also, uh, I talked to Sherry about your back dues. We're, we're gonna need those too. Uh, otherwise, it's probably just gonna get added to uh, your annual tax bill, and you don't want that. The, the dues the dues are hers. She's supposed to be paying the dues. Right. Well. For now, both your names are still on the house, so as far as the HOA is concerned, it's both your responsibilities, you know. Part of the agreement, though, was that as long as if she's going to stay in the house, she has to pay the dues. Well, we haven't gotten them, so you should probably talk to her about that. Oh, I will. I will. All right, great seeing you. Remember, don't leave that butt outside. And Virgil walks off with his dog. What? Oh, the cigarette. <laughs> he puts it out, and he uh, he walks over to the car. I'm gonna fix this thing up. Um, and the door falls off. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, I guess I'm going to establish it's a few days later, and it is the next HOA meeting. Um, so, Virgil is, uh, so there's a, probably, if, if it's like a fancy uh, upper-class suburban neighborhood, there's probably like a wreck building somewhere in the development, uh, and that's where they have their HOA meeting, so there's probably a little gym that yeah. has a bunch of folding chairs set out and, a, like, a folding table with all the HOA members. Is this a little guy named Jim? Yeah, he does all the work. He's a he's a real champ. Uh, and Virgil's sitting, because uh, he's just the treasurer, he's sitting on the far end. Uh, then there's the, the president, the vice president, and the secretary. Um, 
and just another board member. Maybe the HOA is all aliens. Sure, yeah. They took over the positions of power first. (laughs) And Shari doesn't know what wants to be one of them. So, oh, is it like a... Is it like an invasion of the body snatchers aliens, or like we've replaced people? So maybe Shari doesn't like wants to be on the HOA and doesn't realize that they're that all means replaced she's by be... alien parasites. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> sure, that was great for the listeners. Yeah. Well, they've seen invasion of the body snatchers, uh, and so uh, all of them. Yeah, I mean it's they made it twice. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance. Uh, so, um, yeah, so Virgil uh, finishes. Uh, and that is the end of the minutes from last month's meeting. Uh, do I have a motion to approve the minutes? Aye. All right. Uh, second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, that's unanimous. Thanks, everybody. Uh, now, uh, time to move on to new business. Um, one of the items on the agenda is, uh, violations of, uh, so I'm going to change myself to HOA secretary because Treasure, that's yeah. why I'm reading this stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, the first item of new business, uh, violations of HOA charter vis-a-vis, um, 101 Poppleton Roads. Uh, the Prestwood House. Uh, are Mr. and Mrs. Prestwood here this evening? Yes. Ah, Mrs. Prestwood, thank you. Yes. Uh, oh, Mr. Prestwood, sorry, I didn't see you there. Uh, there's like five people. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sitting at opposite ends of, of, the, of the room. Uh, so, uh, before we vote on uh, these fees, uh, is there anything that either of you would like to say about the situation? Look, technically the uh, the car is on her side. Well, if you would just get rid of that junker, you've been saying you're going to fix it up for years. And it's too big to fit in your half of the garage. So, if you would just be an adult and say, yes, I will get rid of that thing, we could all be happy and move on. I can think of something else I would like to get rid of. Oh, yeah, very mature. Very mature, Stuart. Do you know how much that thing costs? It's it's covered in rust. I can't imagine it costs more than a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah, but still, it's a couple of hundred dollars. You see, ladies and gentlemen, I would I would like to put this motion on the floor. Stuart Prestwood is cheap. Okay. Uh, I move that Stuart Prestwood is cheap. Uh, well, f- thank you. Thank you, uh, Sherry. But uh, unfortunately, that is not a, an official item that the... Do I have a po- second? Everyone in the audience is just, like, keeping their heads down and really awkward. I, I, I have a motion. I have a motion. Uh, Sherry Prestwood... Uh, Sherry... Sherry... Oh, excuse me. Sherry West Prestwood. Thank you. Uh... Doesn't know how to hold, keep money. Okay, she's uh, she's got a hole in her pocket. Well, that that's really not a matter for the HOA to discuss. Um, that seems like it's something you might have to sort out on your personal time. Uh, what we were asking about really is if um, you have any uh, explanation for the deviations of, from the code, and if there's any reason that we 
should not levy fines against you tonight. What do you think all that was? It seemed a little personal uh, and off-topic. Well, let me assure you that any violations on my half of the property are the result of his disgusting junker car. Uh, mm. So here, here's our problem uh, with that. Uh, and uh, Virgil, there's a there's like a, a board on an easel, and Virgil uh, flips a piece of paper over, and you see just a top-down picture of your house, like the, the lot number and everything. It's just an outline of your house. This this is how uh, the HOA sees your property, uh, and as you can see, it's just one square, uh, and the deed is in both of your names. So you're both responsible for the entirety of the property and any violations therein. You hear that, Sherry? We're just a number to them. I well, thought that this was a community. No, no, uh, Mr. 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 Presswood, that's not what we're saying. Of course, this is a community, but legally, we can't uh, distinguish uh, with a line drawn down the middle of your property. That's too arbitrary for that line was drawn by a healthcare professional. Well, um, if you you want a doctor's note, I could get you a doctor's note. If you could bring in a, a written testimony from your healthcare professional saying uh, that the line is medically necessary uh, and that, you know, one of you is responsible for part of the property and one of you is responsible for the other part, we might be able to work something out. And the, the board members all nod at each other. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call Doctor. What did I call her, Doctor? I'm going to call Doctor Fortis on this. Oh, great. Okay. You, I think you put it in your pile there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so in that case, I'm going to make a motion to table these fines until the next meeting, and they, they second and they pass the motion to uh, table your your fines. Uh, moving on, the next item on the agenda is the. Overdue HOA fees for 101 Poppleton Road. The press. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Presswood, it's you again. Uh, so, according to our records, you are three months past due on your HOA fees. Oh, three months past due. How did that happen? Well, I'm sure I don't know. I have I have sent checks every month. I have the stubs right here. Uh, the the treasurer. Oh, could I see those and I could compare them with our books? <laughs> I certainly. I, I bring up the the checkbook which has the three uh, stubs in it. Uh, well, we, we never received them. Uh, would you be able to check with your bank if they were ever cashed? I I can certainly I can certainly do that. It shouldn't be too much of a problem. I'll, I'll I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you about it. Okay, great. Uh, well, in that case, uh, we'll, we'll table this for next month, and they all they, they vote to table the overdue fees for next month. Uh, now, is there any community business? Yeah, I have some business. Is it about your wife? Here we go. It's not not about my wife. <sighs> all right, you have three minutes, Mr. Presswood. Ladies and gentlemen of the Homeowners Association, I put it to you. I, I, I can see what you're doing. What, what, what am I doing? You're what being disrespectful during my time. I have the floor right now. I, I, you, you have the floor and I have the seat and I can do whatever I like in this seat. 
I, I think that's against the rules to be mocking the speaker. Uh, the, the board all looks at each other. Uh, please try to keep it civil. Uh, Go on, Mr. Pressman. Now, as I was saying, I would like to motion that, uh... <laughs> uh, your, your time's up, Mr. Pressman. Uh, thank you for that. Anyone else? Um, I, I have a, I have a, a motion. Um, the, uh, the vice presidency has been, uh, vacant for several months now. I was wondering when, when will the election be held? Ah, yes, uh, well, we, uh, due to the un- untimely demise of Mrs. Johnson, uh, we do need to hold elections. Uh, I believe they are scheduled for, uh, next month's meeting. Uh, so anyone who wants to be on the ballot can submit their names tonight, uh, or within the next week, uh, and they can be considered, and then, uh, the community will be able to vote at next month's meeting. All right. I, uh, in that case, I would like to put my name forward. Oh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Presswood. Uh, well, of course, that's, uh, we, we always love, uh, fresh blood on the board. Uh, so just, uh, fill out this form here, uh, and you will Thank be you. added to the official ballots. <laughs> Um, so she she takes the she takes the form and and sits and starts starts filling it out. I too would like to run for the vice presidency of the homeowners association. Oh boy! Uh, well, Mister Mister Presswood, of course you. Uh, same thing. Just fill out this form, and you could this, be on the ballots. You really, Stuart? You're, you're going to do this? You're going to do this to me? Yeah, I'm interested in. The community. Oh, you are. You are. Okay. What's what's his name? Well, what, this this man right here. What what is his name? He lives two houses down from us. That's uh. Well, if you're so smart, what's his name? His name is Bob Thompson. Bob Thompson. See, I, I prefer Robert. See, he prefers Robert. That's why I didn't want to say it. I, I'm sorry, Robert. H- how's how's your wife? Oh, she's doing all right. See, you're you're a real pillar of the community. Is uh, is that thing on her neck better? What? She doesn't have a thing on her neck. Uh, that's know, that's, that's Mrs. That's Mrs. Simonson. She lives on the other side. <laughs> you know, just because I'm not, just because I don't have my nose in everybody's business, doesn't mean that I don't care for this community. I just. I just, you know, think people deserve privacy, that's all. Great. Okay, well, uh, thank you both. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, well. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just, let's just talk about that. What, what is that? What is that thing on Mrs. Simonson's neck? Okay, I don't think this is really appropriate. I think it's time to. I don't to know, bring this that's why I asked close. about it. Alright, I vote to adjourn. All in favor? There's a unanimous <laughs> yeah. aye. Alright, the meeting over. <laughs> the gavel out. <laughs>
All right, yeah, that's a negative ending. <laughs> now, Dr. Fortis is a terrible therapist. Oh, yeah. That's I'm why starting... our marriage broke up in the first place. <laughs> I'm starting to think Dr. Fortis is not everything they're cracked up to be. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess it's uh, I guess it's my scene now. Um, I think we need to do a scene with Doctor Fortis. Yeah, yeah, we do. So we need Alex. I, I was just throwing that out. Come back, come here. Is this a flashback or is this a current therapy scene? Um, we haven't I done. Think- I'd say current. Yeah, let's let's. We haven't it. been doing flashbacks with it. Okay. Not that kind of a story. I don't think. I, I think I think um, you know it would move the plot forward a little bit more. So okay. so we cut to uh, the two of us just sitting cross armed uh, in in um, you know wing back chairs uh, with Doctor Fortis seated between us, just like scribbling notes. So it's been a week since our last appointment. How are things? Ask him about the mustard. Oh, God. You're going to bring up the mustard? Like it's my fault. It is. Okay. It is your fault. Well, obviously, I'm sensing a little bit of tension over the mustard. Uh, Now, it seems to me the mustard might represent something else. Yeah, my mustard. It represents the, the money that I bring into the house. Okay, see, now uh, I'm, I'm getting the sense that uh, Stuart is feeling unappreciated for his contributions. It also represents the hours I spent trying to calm our daughter down after her father covered her dinner in mustard. Oh, she- see, now now I'm guessing that I'm getting that Sherry uh, feels she doesn't get enough respect for her contributions. What contributions? You fry a little bit of chicken? You think that's a contribution? You know what? You know what, Stuart? That's that's fine. We 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 saw what happened when you tried to cook your own dinner. That was an accident, okay? Well, thankfully, Danny didn't get Danny didn't get burned in the explosion. All right, I have something new I'd like to try with the two of you. It's something uh, that I think could help you. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of aggression here, so I think this might help. But she uh, reaches down next to her chair uh, and pulls out two sock puppets and hands one to each of you. One is just like a sock puppet with blonde yarn on top, and one is a sock puppet with shorter black yarn on top. Uh, so here, this is Mr. Sock Puppet, and this is Mrs. Sock Puppet. Now, anything the Sock Puppets say to each other is said in a safe place. So why don't you role-play a bit and use the Sock Puppets to express your feelings? You Stuart, why don't you start? You want me to play with a puppet? It's not play, it's therapy. It's called Puppet Therapy. Uh, and it's very popular in the Ukraine. Ah, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey, Mrs. Sock Puppet. What, Mr. Sock Puppet? Mm, now, this is interesting. Mr. and Mrs. Sock Puppet are married. Why wouldn't they use their first names with each other? 
Hey, Sherry. Oh, what? Now, now, the sock is also named Sherry? Uh, uh, well, uh, what, what do you think the sock is named? I think maybe the sock is named Roberta. Okay, so that's Roberta. Uh, and what's your sock puppet name, Stuart? My sock puppet? Well, I've always kind of liked the names. I've always kind of liked the name Alfredo. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we have Alfredo Sock Puppets and Roberta Sock Puppet. Uh, so now we're learning. See, they're humanizing each other. So, Continue. Roberta, I was wondering if you would mind getting off my ass. <laughs> She she like moves the sock puppet around as if as if uh, Roberta sock is is looking at Alfredo socks butt, and then she just looks what ass. Hey, listen. He start, he he, he kind of puts the sock down. Listen, that's a low blow. You know I'm always sense. You know I'm oh, sense. Stuart Stuart. This is Alfredo talking. Hey, quit making comments about my ass. You know I'm sensitive about my ass. I'm sorry, Stuart. I mean, Alfredo. Excuse Very me. good. I was just wondering, though, why you don't take a bigger hand in raising our sock children. Because it seems like I'm always going to sock PTA meetings and dropping them off at sock soccer and going taking the kids on the sock play dates and you're just tired after work, Alfredo. I'm sorry if my job is more tiring than your job. You just always seem to have more energy after work than I do for some reason. <laughs> okay, now this is interesting. Keep going. I I just handle I, I have my sock shit together better than you do. That's that's all I can say. You're making a lot of assumptions about me and my sock shit. Okay, now let's pause. This is really interesting. So, Alberta, why don't you talk about... Roberta, remember her name. Of course, I'm sorry. Roberta, why don't you talk about this sock shit that you have together? Well, I happen to be a, a receptionist at a very successful uh, local realty firm. I I deal with a lot of pressure at work, and then I come home every every afternoon, pick the kids up from school, take them to their various activities, manage to cook dinner, and do it all without complaint. And Alfredo over here, he goes into work whenever he damn well feels like it. Uh, takes takes days off all the time. Goes goes golfing with his buddies. And it's just generally not not very helpful because he's he's tired. 
That's his thing. He's tired. All right, Alfredo, now why don't you talk about your sock shit? My sock shit is that she makes a lot of assumptions about my sock shit. I, yeah, I am tired. I'm tired of, of listening to you and all of your complaints. Maybe, maybe you could just be a little appreciative now and then of, uh, of everything that I do. You're, you're not at work. You, you, you assume that, you assume that just because I go into work when I want to, when I want to go into work that it's not, that it's not stressful. You make these assumptions that just because, is it, what, what's that? What's that? What are you doing right now? What is that? I'm nodding my head. I'm nodding my sock head. Is, is there a problem with me nodding my sock head? I, I just I just think that, that... It's called active listening, Alfredo. Active listening. Maybe you should do a little bit more of it. I just want a little acknowledgement that everything that I do is for the kids and for the family and uh you know I just I'd like some fried chicken too alright well Roberta could you maybe thank Alfredo for uh how he provides for the family what, what if Roberta doesn't feel like thanking Alfredo uh, well, maybe Roberta should stop being such a bitch and just do it. Yeah, maybe Roberta should stop being such a bitch and just do it. And Alfredo, you should stop being a bitch too. And you should thank Roberta for all she does to keep taking care of the children. What is that? What are you, some kind of Muppet? What do you, what do you think you are? Are you from Sesame Street? I'm getting into the role play, Alfredo. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Thank you, Alfredo, for all of the, all of your contribution to our relationship. You're welcome. And Alfredo. Thank you for all that you contribute to the relationship as well. Very good. Okay, that was great. Here, give me the sock puppets back. Wow, I'm so glad that we reached this milestone. So hopefully next week we can deal with your issues uh, now that Mr. and Mrs. Sock Puppet have sorted everything out. Huh? Okay? All right. Well, that's our time. Uh, have you paid those dues yet? I I told you I have been paying the dues. The the checks must have been lost in the mail. I'll, I'll send them again. Yeah, and when was the last time you got your hair done? Listen, I'm, I'm trying out a new look, Okay. I'm just saying that if you have the, 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 the uh, it, it seems it seems a little fishy to me that that uh, this this money is just disappearing. Well, uh, our time is up, so if you're going to continue this conversation here, it's going to be another seven hundred fifty dollars. All right, I think it's time to go. <laughs> Great, I'll see you two next week. Um, yeah, uh, I think that ended poorly, or maybe it ended well. I mean, I didn't, I didn't reveal my secret. Yeah, yeah let's so go it ended me. well. Yeah. Okay. Also, we're gonna run out of negative cards at this rate, and the yeah, second half is just gonna be everything happening. It's good. All right, Eddie, Eddie Tamburini. What? I don't know. All right, Didn't so. 
<laughs> That's my new name. Yep. Eddie Eddie Tambourine. Um, like Jimmy, I, Jimmy Tropicana. Mm-hmm. I'm going to resolve. Mm. Actually, no, my character's terrible. <laughs> hmm. All right. So it ends well for you. <laughs> well, what did you do? He tried to... He tried to jump on the piano bench, but, like, slipped midair and fell on the box, and it skidded away. Poor Will. Oh, what a little doofus. Hi, Will. Oh, Will's on the table. Yep. Hey, Will. All right. Um, so what happens to you, Stuart? Maybe it's Stuart at work? Hmm. Well, he's running for vice president. That's true. Oh, so maybe Stewart's out campaigning. Oh. Stewart's out campaigning for HOA vice president. So Stewart has Danny with him. Who's out oh, the kid? Right. I was like, who's Danny? Yeah. Um, All right. So I'll be I'll be a neighbor, I guess. Yeah. All right, Danny. Yeah. People love kids. Okay. So, when when they see you, they're going to think of me. Right? So you're going to be real cute. You're going to make that real cute face you make. We're going to go to the neighbors, and you're going to tell them to vote for me. And that way, when they see my name on the ballot, they're going to think of how cute you are. And then we'll go get ice cream? Yeah, yeah. Then we'll go get ice cream. Okay. All right. Uh, and so he runs up to the door and rings the doorbell. All right, um, Mrs. Simonson comes to the door, and, and she does have a, a rather <laughs> noticeable growth, yeah, a, a goiter on her. Hello, oh, what's on your neck, lady? It's 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 called a goiter. Oh, I have an iodine deficiency. Uh, my my name is Simon Prestwood. And I would like you to vote for my daddy, Stuart, for, for... What was it? Vice president. For vice president of the country. Homeowners Association. Homeowners Association. Oh, well, that was, that was very well said, son. Thank you. Can I get candy? I, 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 do, have some, I do have some throat lozenges. Here you go. They're lemon flavored. Thank you. He takes. Oh, it makes my mouth all numb. Mrs. Sampson. Uh, Simonson. Yeah, my, Mrs. Simonson. Um, if you want the homeowners association to, um, you know, get off your back a little bit and, and stop being so uh, in your face about everything, vote for me. And. Uh, You'll be doing this kid a favor. No, oh, well, I, I haven't. I haven't noticed that they've been uh, in your face, as you as you put it. I, I mean, uh, Mister. They say my daddy has a piece of crap on the front yard that he has to okay, get rid okay, of. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> Mister. Mister. Guthridge uh, did did once send me a rather passive aggressive email about the uh, the color of my flowers, but and isn't that just the pits? I mean. A passive-aggressive email. I guarantee you, under a um, under the watch of of uh, I forgot my name, Stuart Prestwood. 
you would not get passive aggressive emails. Well, I would certainly appreciate my neighbors being more direct. Uh, all right, sure, sure. You I'm, would just get straight up aggression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not necessarily sure I, I want that either, but um, I, I mean, look at the kid. Make the face. Make the face. He like scratches up his face and sticks out his tongue. It makes like a really stupid, ugly face. Listen, uh, how, how is how is your wife doing, Mister Mister Presswood? Uh, what wife? Uh, I, I, Mommy. Yeah, uh, I, I see her. I see her all the time. She uh, she dropped the, she drops the kids off at school. Uh, and then, and then she, she just circles the neighborhood for, for a long time. What's that? And then usually she, uh, she, she's, she's home a lot more often. During the day? Well, yeah. You mean, she drops the kids off, and then she drives around the neighborhood, and then she goes back home? Well, she she always uh, she's always careful to park the car in the garage. I, I don't think she wants people to notice she's there. On weekdays, you're talking about, right? Yes, Monday to Friday. Is she is she all right? Is she? Daddy, oh. Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. You can hold it. Okay, Mrs. Simonson. I hope I can count on your vote in November. <laughs> I guess we're in October. Uh, certainly, I. You have been a great help. I could kiss you, but I won't. I, I would appreciate that. You, you, your son looks like Daddy, he's. Yeah, I gotta go potty real bad. He, he, he's welcome to come and use use my bathroom. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. He just runs into the house. Uh, but those throat lozenges. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just holds out the bowl to you. All right. Well, let's, let's see. Um, okay. So I think I'm going to establish. Uh, it's like it's like a night or two later. Uh, and Virgil has just gotten back from walking his dog. Uh, he walks into the house uh, and takes the dog off the leash and it runs in and he hangs the leash up. Uh, and he goes, oh, boy, honey, it is a wonderful night out there. You would have loved it. And he walks into the living room and, and his wife, Pearl, is just sitting on the sofa, like her head tilted to the side, face expressionless, not moving at all. <sighs> Did you forget to plug yourself in again? And in a in a comic fashion, he walks over to his wife and like opens a panel on her back, like her dress and everything opens up, uh, and he just pulls out an extension cord and runs it over to an outlet and plugs it in. Hello, honey. How was your day? There's my little pearl. Everything's going swimmingly. Would you like a martini? I thought we had you change. I thought I changed your settings. Did you reset when you forgot to plug yourself in? 
I'm sorry. Please don't hit me. Whoa, whoa. We're we're not going to do that. Um, listen, it seems like everything's going according to plan, and we're going to have a new member of the board soon. Oh, good. I'll vacuum so everything is nice and tidy when they get here. Good. And once you're done with that, I'm going to, going to need you to prep the surgical suite. Anything you say. Would you like a martini? You know what? I would. She walks over to the bar and, <laughs> and starts to mix a martini. She comes back and hands it to me. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, how could humans drink that? I'm sorry. Don't hit me. I'm the, okay, I have to update your software again. I guess that's the whole scene. <laughs> yes, I guess Just so, yeah. Setting setting things up. Right, because no matter who wins the election, you win. Yep. You get another... She's stuck in the 1950s. Yeah. All right, so now uh, that's the end of Act 1, so we flip over our cards. Uh, uh, I got zero. I have two red. I have um, three red. Uh, so it doesn't look like it's going to end well for any of us. No. So I guess Ed would technically have the highest blue. I guess uh, so. Because mine would be negative two. Uh, so Ed, you pick one of the blue cards. Uh, I believe it doesn't have no, not those. One of the ones that's out uh, to be the tilt. Uh, so I have I have guilt betrayed by friends. Uh, uh, the player with the highest blue total. Yeah. Um, I have paranoia, a sudden reversal of status, fortune, or sympathy. A stupid plan executed to perfection. I'm going to go with a stupid plan executed to perfection because I feel like that's Stewart. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's the blue. So Ryan, we turn our face back. Yep. Uh, and so, Ryan, you pick the red. I have innocence, collateral damage. I have, I have innocence, somebody is not so innocent after all. I have innocent, love rears its ugly head. I think we gotta go with that one. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so both of them stay face up in front of them. Uh, and those will... I believe those will count... Yeah, so those are still gonna be in your aftermath, but those are the... Those are the tilts we have to work in. So, innocence, love rears its ugly head, and failure... What was it? A plan, stupid plan executed to perfection. Okay. Uh, so, Ryan. All right. Um, I think I'm going to establish, and I guess I will establish, this is... Story of a girl. <clears throat> this is uh, Stuart, where Stuart confronts... Uh, Sherry about the fact that she is not working. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, we'll say that, um, hmm, we'll say that we have, we have, um, uh, uh, what's the word? An elliptical in our, in our living room, and Sherry is, you know, working out. <laughs> So, uh, Stuart walks into his side of the, his side of the living room and turns the television on. (laughs) 
she she's she's wearing she's wearing uh headphones and she she uh oh no no she she's she was we'll say that she was uh she was listening to music okay um she she has like an i home uh so she she's she's working out and she stops and she just kind of sighs she's got a little remote she turns up the volume on her ipad uh, ipod he turns the volume up on the TV. <laughs> Before you know it, the two, yeah. the just, <laughs> both devices are just blaring. Um, like, but you can't hear, like, they're blaring um, incoherently. Yeah. Okay, this is starting to get unpleasant. Let's just turn them both off. Fine. She looks up. <laughs> What do you want, Stuart? Me? Yeah, you. You, you. you came in here with that shit-eating grin on your face. You know, I just wanted to apologize. Okay, I'll bite. Apologize for what? Well, for uh, giving you such a hard time about... For, for giving you such a hard time when you're obviously so tired from your job. I mean, it's obviously a very stressful job, and, and uh, I should really respect that. Well, I, I appreciate your consideration, Stuart, but it's, it's a little too late for that. In fact, what I was thinking was that I would call your boss and uh, try to convince him to give you a little bit of time off. She, um, she just stops, like, dead in her tracks. I'm just going to pick up the phone and give him a call. <sighs> How long have you known? <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! When did you lose the job? It was two weeks ago. No, it would have. Excuse me. It would have been longer than that because I've missed a couple of months of payments. It was. It was four months ago. What did you do? It was. Well, Mister. Mister hmm, Erasmo. Well, he made a pass at me. That guy? Yeah. That guy. I, I... I... Shut him down. Maybe with a little bit of violence. Jesus, the guy's like 82... Eight, 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 the guy's like 800 years old. <laughs> yeah, well... Honestly, I... I I didn't want him to fall down the stairs. It just kind of happened. You're lucky you didn't break him in two. It, look, it was... I... I let's, let's just say there was a, a, a mutual agreement... So that so that there wasn't any further legal action on any anyone's behalf. Okay, I'd, I'd rather really not talk about it. 
So the uh, HOA dues. I haven't been paying them. And all the money that comes into this house is from you. Is that what you want to hear, Stuart? You are the sole breadwinner. He kicks his shoes off. I do want to hear it. Just going to give Ryan this negative card. I do want to hear it. And he pulls his sock off. But not from you. And he throws the sock at you. <laughs> she she like takes the sock and just and just kind of looks at it. And, you know what, Stuart? You know what, Stuart? I'm tired now. I'm too tired to fight you. And she just puts her puts her hand in the sock and says. You're the sole breadwinner of the house, Alfredo. He puts the sock in his hand. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the sock puppet thing is, I guess, one of my best ideas. Ever. <laughs> she she takes the she takes the sock off of her hand and she just kind of throws it back at you and she goes, "Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go take a shower." He uh, puts his feet up and, you know, rests his hands behind his his head and turns the TV on. Okay. So it's Alfredo. I'm sorry. I mean, Stuart's scene. All right. Um, I just realized we each have a positive and, well, now Ryan doesn't, but going into act yeah. two, we each had one positive and one negative yep. card. I don't think it's going to end well for anyone. No. Probably not. Um, Which is good. I'm an alien. You're both terrible people. I don't have an idea. So yeah, you can you can resolve. That's probably resolve. okay. All right. So it ends well. Um, I'm thinking maybe it's the election. Yeah. I, I, I maybe yeah. Um, Stewart Stewart wins the the VP spot. Yeah. Well, it's positive. So, do you want to win the VP spot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everything's, right. everything's coming up Stuart in this act. Yeah. Well, for now. For now. Yeah. All right. So it's it's the next HOA meeting. Uh, there's like ten people here, so good turnout. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Virgil is going over. All right. So we've got the tally here. Uh so it seems like uh, there were four candidates. Uh, we had uh, Mrs. Francesco. Uh, and we also had Mr. Leda. Uh, they each received two votes. Uh, there's uh, some, like, polite applause. Uh, and then Mrs. Prestwood uh, received five votes. But our winner is Mr. Prestwood... With an impressive eight votes. Woo! Yeah! Fuck yeah! There's just some polite applause. Uh, congratulations, uh, Mr. Congratulations to our, the new vice president of the Poppleton Terrace Homeowners Association. What do you think of that, Sherry? Congratulations, Stuart. <laughs> 
of course, Mr. Westwood, uh, Mr. Presswood, this means uh, you're going to have more responsibility. We have yeah. uh, well, meetings twice a week. Yeah, he's he's great at that. Yeah, we have meetings twice a week. Tell him all about his responsibilities. I, that, I, I'm trying to. Uh, we have meetings twice a week. Uh, we also each uh, pick one day of the week where we make rounds and walk around the entire community to uh, see if there are any violations of the housing agreement or the charter. Uh, we have to then meet, uh, maybe sometimes on oh. special sessions. Oh, to... that charter. We're going to look at that charter. Okay. Well, uh, you will have to uh, go over the formal way to uh, propose changes to the charter, uh, if that's what you would like to do. Uh, any changes to the charter uh, have to first be uh, voted uh, into proposition by a majority of the council and then have to be approved uh, by the residents of the community in a, in a vote. Uh, so it's not a quick process. We'll see about that, Mr. Secretary. Yes, well, that's that's the way it is. So if you wanted to change the process, you would first have to go through the process in order to uh, propose a resolution that would change the process going forward. I'm a, I'm a car salesman. I... Uh... I uh, am well-versed in contracts and legal jargon. Okay, great. Well, then I'm sure you're going to be uh, a real boon to the board. Uh, so why don't you come up and join us? Take your seats. Uh, he stands up. Shari, take a look at your new vice president. Uh, yeah. All right, so now that the elections are done, uh, the next item on the agenda is... Uh, the uh, HOA guideline violations of the Prestwood home. I move to uh, dismiss all charges against Prestwood home. I'm sorry, you have an obvious conflict of interest, Mr. Vice President, so you can't vote on this matter. What? You have a conflict of interest. It's your home. No board member can vote on any uh, propositions or anything that has to directly do with their home. Yeah, but I'm the Vice President. Right, but you're still a board member, and you can't vote on this matter. That doesn't make any sense. I'm supposed to have more power now that I'm the vice president. Well, the, there, there are still uh, uh, bylaws that we all have to follow, and this is one of them. None of us can vote on any matter that directly relates to our own home. Uh, if, if it was my home facing violations, I wouldn't be able to vote on it either. I move that we take a, a closer look at Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Guthridge's home. Um, okay, is there a second? I second. No, we got a second over there. Uh, well, the second has to come from the board, not your wife. Uh, ex-wife. <laughs> right. Well, uh, not seeing any second, uh, the motion fails. This sucks. <laughs> oh, wait. He wanted to... It ends yeah. well for him. Um... Hmm. Well, uh, Mr. Mr. Guthridge, oh no, I'm Mr. Guthridge. Mr. Presswood, did you bring that letter from your uh, your medical provider? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Rosaria Fortis. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, they look it over. Well, uh, it seems that the dividing of the property is apparently you were a woman in the last scene. I, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Um. Apparently, the property. Division is a uh, actual uh, procedure, uh, so 
Uh, in that case, I move that uh, the violations relating to uh, the car in the driveway be levied against uh, Miss Sherry Prestwood specifically. All in favor? Oh, also, she lost her job. <laughs> there, there's a little <gasps> from all the audience. So she hasn't been paying those uh, those dues, so those dues also should go against her. Uh, well, that was the next item of business, but um, I suppose we could uh, vote on them together. Uh, uh, all in favor? Oh, do I have a, a second? One of the other, uh, one of the other members of the uh, assembly seconds. Okay, so uh, all in favor of uh, <laughs> it's it's um, what's his name, Robert Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. She looks over at him and she goes, "Fuck you, Bob." <laughs> uh, all right, so the motion passes. Uh, Mrs. Presswood, uh, with that motion, you owe us. Uh, $500 for the repeated violations of the car, uh, and back dues of another uh, $700, so that brings your total to $1,200. Right, well, as my husband pointed out, I am currently unemployed, so you'll get your money... I don't know, question marks. Hmm, well, uh, we might have to... Uh, address this later in executive session. Uh, but uh, for now, I believe that brings our business to a close. Uh, Mr. I would help you, but I can't vote. <laughs> uh, Mr. Vice President, would you like to make a motion to adjourn the meeting? Yes, I would like to make a motion to adjourn the meeting. I, I second. All in favor? Aye. And they, they gavel out. Uh, uh, once it's, when you stand up, Virgil says, uh, oh, c- congratulations, Stuart. Welcome to the board. Thanks. I look forward to working with you. Oh, I look forward to working with you, too. I'm hosting a little uh, celebration at my house this weekend. I would love for you to come and party for you, for the new board member. Party for me? You hear that? There's a party for me. I, uh, I'd be happy to attend. Perfect. How about a Saturday night at 8? It's my favorite time of week. Great. I'll see you then. He gives you a little pat on the back. All right. Okay. Um, So now you're up? Yep. So I'm thinking, do we want the whole rest of the act to be the party because I figured the party is the excuse to yeah. get Stuart in for the mm-hmm. procedure. Right. The the surgery. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, okay. So I'm going to establish uh, it is the party. So it's Saturday night. Uh, it's probably a little bit closer to like 9 o'clock. Uh, all, the, all the board members are there with their spouses. I don't know if you brought... Shari, all the other board members are there with their spouses. Uh, Stewart's house is laid out exactly like yours. Uh, the interior decoration is um, banal uh, and unoffensive. Most, everything, everything is beige. Yeah, everything's beige or white. Uh, there's a lot of like just cheap IKEA art on the walls. 
Uh, there's one wedding picture of Stuart and his wife Pearl uh, that's like framed above the fireplace. Uh, there's just some soft jazz playing in the background. Um, everyone's got like cocktails. I'm just walking around. Uh, it's a upper class, so there's caterers to cater the party. Uh, and so Stuart, Virgil goes over to Stuart. Uh, so is Sherry going to be joining us this evening? Now, he, I feel like he 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 would have invited her, but would she come? So I feel like maybe um, maybe uh, Doctor Doctor Fortis insisted okay. <laughs> that I go. Yeah, Sherry's here. Oh, great! Uh, Hello, a brainstorm from Fortis. Oh, is that your uh, your doctor? Yeah. How are things going for you two? Oh, we're getting divorced. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. That must be rough for the children. Uh, it's uh, they're they're getting through it. I, I'm having a hard time myself, but don't ask me why I'm still shelling out seven hundred fifty dollars a week on a on a, a marriage that's fallen apart. <laughs> well. I mean, there are there are still some ways to save it. Um, I don't know if you've read the uh, fine print in the HOA charter, but um, if you two get divorced, you're going to have to move out. What? No. Uh, single people are allowed to own homes in the neighborhood. I'm I'm fairly certain that you can't legally do that. Well, I didn't make the laws. I just I'm just letting you know. Mm. Uh, so maybe just you know try a little harder with the doctor. Uh, but I know something that might be able to help you. Martinis. <laughs> Uh, Pearl does make a mean martini. Was that Pearl? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Pearl comes in with a tray of martinis, and uh, Sherry Sherry just grabs one. Yeah, Stuart, they grab one, and they grab an unison. Yeah, just we. We'll, oh, oh boy! Oh. Wow, that's wow, that's strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sherry makes a mean. Is that is that gin or? Oh God, Stuart's. I'd like to show you something in my man cave. And he winks. I love a good man cave. You know that, Virgil. Uh, and he... Uh, hey, mine's in the basement. Uh, and he leads you around to basement stairs. I bet he has a man cave and a garage. <sighs> uh, he leads you downstairs. Uh, and there's... There's like a single like overstuffed easy chair. Thank you. Uh, there's like an overstuffed easy chair and, a, and just a big screen TV on the wall and just posters for random local sports teams. Nice, nice digs. Oh, thank you. Can I get you another drink? Sure. Uh, he goes to his his little bar uh, and pours pours out like two whiskeys. I gotta say, I'm surprised. I kind of thought you were a stuffed shirt. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. A lot of people think that. Uh, and he surreptitiously pours some powder into your drink and shakes it and hands it back to you. Yeah, I tend to surprise people. And he clinks glasses with you and he downs his. Um, 
we do uh, the, well I feel like this will be one of those things where like I'll finally drink it but like throughout the scene he goes he constantly <laughs> he just oh yeah. what's this yeah he goes to take a sip is that is that what I think it is in the wall yeah that's uh it is how did you get that how did, how did you get his autograph well, my uh, cousin knows a guy in the business uh, who worked with him once and who was able to get it for me. That is so cool. Yeah, and that's the hat he actually wore in the movie. Really? Yeah. In one scene. He wore like 20 of them, but this is one of them. That's one of them. Yeah. Can I touch it? No. You should try that. That's real good whiskey. Uh, it's from Japan. Japanese whiskey? Yeah. That's a little odd. Oh, trust me, it's real good. They do real good whiskey. Do they? Yeah. Huh. He goes to take a sip. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah? Now, I know that uh, it's not exactly board approved, but do you have any uh, cigars? They go really well with whiskey. They do... Uh, I might have one or two hiding around. Uh, he goes over to a little humidor and pulls out two cigars and clips them and hands one to you. He goes and he sits on the easy chair and puts the whiskey down. And he lights it. I think we're going to have to make some changes to the uh, HOA charter. What do you mean? First off, this thing about... Singles not being allowed to live in, li- live in the neighborhood. You're right. It's a terrible provision. I, like I said, I, it, it's it's an old law. It's rarely been enforced. He goes to take another sip. You know, you'd probably get more. Uh, you'd, pro- you'd, be, you'd probably you could you you're missing out on things like singles mixtures and. Uh, I think the original intention was that they were trying to attract families to the neighborhood. You know, trust me, family is not always the, the what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> so you've made perfectly clear. Why don't you try that whiskey now? Well, might as well. And he downs it. Oh, finally! Oh, God! <laughs> this is the best whiskey I've ever had. Yeah. It's going to kick in in a minute, too. I already got one. Oh, you got one. Okay. Now, uh, about the, uh, the board, board meeting, the next... Uh, Virgil walks over and and takes the, the cigar from you and just sets it down so you don't light anything on fire. Just go to sleep, Mr. Presswood. You'll know all about the board soon enough. Hey, tell Sherry she's a bitch. Oh, Jesus Christ, what an asshole. <laughs> All right, Sherry. All right, um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to establish and I'm going to say that um, Sherry is at the party, you know, Kind of glowering and, and miserable, but mm-hmm. you know, doing her best to enjoy herself. She has another. She has another martini, um, and she is she is talking to Pearl. 
I'll do Pearl. Okay. I I, I don't know I don't know how you do it, Pearl. Is <laughs> she still stuck in nineteen fifties mode? Uh probably. The place the place looks great. Well, I have to make sure it's good for when my husband gets home from work. You, I, I love I love what you did with the kitchen cabinets. Uh, ours are still original. Uh, oh, those old things. <laughs> yeah, Stewart Stewart keeps talking about redoing the kitchen, but uh, he never wants to shell out. It's so worth it, though. A woman needs a good kitchen to get everything done in. Wow, that's um. <laughs> well, you know, um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Uh, I, I don't want to burden you with my problems. Pearl, oh, it's but, okay. You could tell me anything. That's what neighbors are for. Stuart, Stuart, and I. Well, we we called it quits about the time that I lost my job. I, <laughs> Well, now just, that just means you have more time to take care of the home. Oh, I, I've been... I tried to hit the ground running, but no, nobody's... The, the the fish aren't biting, as, as they say. I, God, I must have applied everywhere in town. Oh, it's hard out there for a woman. That's why I'm glad Virgil's such a good provider. I don't have to worry about things like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I guess I it, it has been when it hasn't been constant unending stress from not not knowing where my next paycheck is going to come from. Uh, it's it's been horribly depressing because I I sit at home most days and stare at the TV or try to motivate myself to do things, and it's it's just. She takes a she takes a big drink. You should come over here more. We could have a knitting circle or do a book club. Oh, that's that's interesting. What what kind of books do you like to read? Oh, don't tell Virgil, but I like to read the girly romance novels. I see. I, I, I've been I've been known to turn the page on a bodice ripper once or twice myself. I also really enjoy technical manuals from F-15 jet fighters. <laughs> wow, you've got, you've got quite a range on you. Well, a girl has to have her secrets. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, I'd like that. I, I appreciate that, Pearl. You're, you're, you're a good neighbor. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, Ah, no, thank you. Ah, no, thank you. Are, are you okay? Ah, she, she no, down, thank you. She she puts down her her drink and uh, she she just she just looks around. I, I think I think she might be having some kind of a seizure. Ro- uh, Robert, what was it? Robert uh, Thompson. Robert Thompson. Robert Thompson walks over. Oh, Pearl. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, somebody better call nine one one. Don't worry about it. We'll um, uh, uh, let's just get her to Vir- I'll just get her to Virgil. Virgil will take care of it. Come this oh, way, Pearl. Virgil, I love Virgil. Virgil is yes. my everything. Virgil, Virgil. No, no, I, I seriously think she needs an ambulance. She's 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 fine, <clears throat> Sherry. 
Look, just because you didn't win the election doesn't mean that you're that you have the right to walk around here bossing people around, okay? Oh, eat my entire ass, Bob. Eat ass. Eat, 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 eat ass. That's eat right. Virgil eat ass. ass. Eat. eat Virgil ass. Ass. Virgil ass. Well, so you don't want to go talking about your bedroom practices there, uh, Pearl. Come on. Let's uh, let's go find Virgil. Uh, Sherry Sherry has her cell phone on. No, I, I'm seriously calling an ambulance. Virgil, this Virgil, is not normal behavior. Virgil, basement. Virgil, Virgil, surgical suite. Virgil, Virgil, surgical the, uh, implantation. Did you just Virgil. Say surgical suite. Uh, the phone gets knocked out of your hand. What? What the fuck, Bob? So negative. <laughs> I said she's fine. Uh, you, I, you look around. Yeah, all say, the board members are just like staring at you and have made a circle. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening? One of the other steps forward. Looks like we're getting two new additions tonight. That's that's a good place to end. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ed. All right, so I think the next the next scene should um, should be the two of us waking up. In the surgical suite. In the surgical, like, strapped down to surgical. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so the two of you wake up. Uh, we'll, we'll go, I think it's like mad scientist layer, kind oh. of. So, like, you're strapped to metal tables, and there's Tesla coils in the background. just like... Uh, yeah, so you wake up strapped to metal tables. What the fuck? <laughs> Stuart! Stuart! The, the board, they, they surrounded me. They, they carried me down here. They, they tied me to this fucking table. What did you do? I didn't do anything. I was just talking to Pearl, and she started... I think Pearl might be some kind of robot. She, she started glitching out, and she started saying that she eats Virgil's ass. Oh, then, God, I don't need to know that. And then, and then they, they... They carried me down here, strapped me down. They, they, they said they were, they said they were going to do something to us, some kind of procedure. Uh, there, there's a voice from the shadows. Yes, it is a implantation procedure. It's, it's Virgil. Virgil, what the fuck is going on here? What did you do? I drugged you, Mister Prestwood. Yeah, I, I get it. What? Why? To get you in here and strap down for the procedure. Okay, I, yes, that's obvious too. What I think what I'm getting at is what procedure are you talking about? I think it was I was being pretty obvious, wasn't I? He he steps uh, a little closer into the light and he's wearing a surgical gown uh, with a mask. I'm sorry. Sometimes it's hard to tell with you humans. I'm still trying to adjust to your strange linguistic patterns. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, you're... Are, are, are you aliens? Well, to you, yes. To millions of other species across the galaxy, also yes. To us, no. Oh, you know, it's just like you, Shara. You pick a neighborhood and it's filled with aliens. Well, it's not filled yet. We landed here on Earth and infiltrated this place of power, this homeowners association <laughs> so that we might distribute our larvae across the planet you see it's a simple procedure 
I shall simply uh, make an incision behind your right ear uh, and insert one of these. Uh, and he puts forward a tray, uh, and there's like these wiggly little pink worms uh, with lots of teeth in their mouths and tiny little spindly legs. Mrs. Simonson's neck. It's one of those things. Oh, no, that's just an unfortunate medical condition. She has a glandular problem. Yeah, she doesn't have enough iodine. Anyway, uh, I'll implant this behind your ear, and it will slowly eat away and replace your brain. Uh, and when the procedure is complete, it will have absorbed all your knowledge and, and memories, and you will be one of us with the memories of your your former selves. One uh, of us. Yes, like that, but not so monotone. That's what the memory absorption no, that's is for. The, the board behind the board is standing. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> the board is standing behind you. <sighs> Guys, we talked about this. I'm sorry. They they get carried away. <laughs> Did you see the humans' faces? They look terrified. <laughs> Robert. Oh, Robert's such a kid. You, once you once you have the implant, you'll you'll understand. Robert's a real kidder. Oh, I won't understand. I won't understand. Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you and your stupid brain-controlling parasites. He really does prefer Robert. (laughs) Yeah, well, I prefer to not have a fucking alien in my head. Look, that that term alien is really offensive. Uh, You know, we we prefer non-terrestrial entities if you have to, if you have to be, you know, so mean about it. Uh, you could just call us overlords. That's what we'll be. Uh, and that's what you'll be, too. You know, once you get the implant, uh, you'll be converted to one of us. And one in a few years... You, oh, guys, come on. I'm trying to I'm trying to do the thing. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you'll be part of the new ruling class. Uh, that's that's okay. I'm, uh, I'm good with... Uh... Uh, I resign. Shari, you could, you could be the vice president. Oh, Stuart, you, <laughs> what about all that, what about all that new responsibility you were, you were ready for? I, 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 I'm terrible with responsibility, you know that. Ah, you fucking admit it! You fucking admit it! Okay, well this is also gonna solve your marital problems, cause we need you two to remain cohesive, so, once your brains have been devoured and replaced by our spawn, you'll act like a happily married couple. I bet you they take one bite of her brain and they and I bet you that larva takes one bite of her brain and throws up. Oh, well if that happens, uh the acidic bile would just melt a hole through her skull. So, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I hope that doesn't. I I'll bet the, that little thing is going to have a hard time finding his brain. Okay, so it doesn't exist. Which one of you wants to go first? She does. No, no, I think I think he does. He he really wants to go first. Okay. I see guys, I don't know why we ask them. They always do that. No, they never it's never voluntary. You shouldn't do two at once. Well, that wasn't the plan, Robert, but Well maybe you should take better care of your wife unit. I Virgil. tried to. I upgraded her firmware, but apparently she got stuck in nineteen fifties mode and she must have gotten moisture inside her control unit somehow. Yeah, well based on the things that she's saying, you do some pretty kinky things. Wait, who said that? Uh, Robert. Oh, shut up, Robert. I'll tell you what. Uh, this neighborhood, it's not for us. We'll move. Well, now you know, so either you're, we're going to convert you or we're going to kill you. 
I won't say anything. I listen. I uh, uh, who's gonna who, who's gonna believe me anyway? I'm a used car salesman. I lie for a living. You wanted a terrible ending, right, Ed? Yeah. All right. So this ends badly for you. This scene. Look, Mr. Presswood, uh, Stewart, because we'll be family soon. It's going to happen one way or the other, so... He's... De- uh, Robert, Robert steps forward. He's, he, he's definitely the bigger asshole. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so since you two hate each other so much, I guess we'll let Sherry watch as your brain gets slowly devoured by uh, one of our larvae. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> What, now you don't want to watch him slowly die? You humans. Sherry, Sherry, don't let them do this. I, I, I can't help you, Robert. I can't help you, Stuart. I can't help you. I'm tied down. <laughs> Stuart. Roberta, you wouldn't let them do this to Alfredo. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's Roberta and Alfredo? I'm sorry, Alfredo. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything. It, it wasn't. It wasn't all bad. I'm sorry. I lied about losing my job. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I wasn't more understanding of, of what you were going through. I'm sorry. I put mustard on Lizette's chicken. I bet it was really good chicken. It was okay. All right. Well, that's enough of this. Uh, and <laughs> Virgil just like grabs Stewart's head and with a scalpel and just cuts oh, open behind his ear. God. Uh, and then uses forceps to grab the little wriggling alien parasite and just hold it by the wound. Uh, and do we want to end it there? Yeah, yeah I guess so. All right. Uh, so it's my scene. Uh, well, I get the last card. Um, so. And uh, here we go. I will. I guess I'm gonna establish. We'll just. I guess we'll just pick it up right there. Um. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Hmm. Yeah. yeah but I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, if you have a positive ending, then I guess you get her, too. Or you two can get away, but I still... I mean, the scene has to end well for me. I don't have to implant you with aliens. Actually, isn't it a wild... Uh, I don't know if it is for... For the last, yeah. Uh, for the last scene, there will be only one outcome... Oh, wait. Uh, for the last scene, there will be only one outcome card left, either positive or negative. It doesn't, so it, doesn't it's say not, that's wild. It's not wild. Okay. I mean, so we it, could just say it is. Uh, oh, we can also... Um, so as soon as the last scene ends, the aftermath begins, and you can give one of your face-down cards to another player. Um, give one of your face-down outcome cards to another player. So if you want to make someone have a better or worse ending. Okay. Um, okay, so... Hmm. Hmm. I feel like if we're just picking it up, uh, Sherry, Sherry immediately starts pleading, just like... Listen, listen, Virgil. You don't, you don't have to do this. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of the car. I'll, I'll, I'll fix, I'll fix the lawn. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be a good neighbor. I promise. I promise. 
I mean, that's going to happen, especially if I implant the larva in you. So, you got... I mean, that's not really making a good case. Because you're going to be ideal neighbors once once this is done. Once you're one of us. One of us. Guys. Okay, you know, it's growing on me now. I like it. Look, I, I, it's just... Just make it quick. What you... Wait, wait, wait a second. What about my kids? Oh, they'll be fine. They'll have loving, attentive parents. Yes. They're, they're, instant, better than what they're you... instantly going to know that something's wrong. <laughs> huh. That's a good point. Have we ever done the conversion to a kid? Uh, you're, oh, no, no. Their brains aren't juicy enough. <sighs> <laughs> their brains aren't... Maybe, maybe the kids will just be stupid and won't pick up on it. I mean, Danny definitely, but not Lizette. She's very intelligent for that her age. Rob. That was Bob. <laughs> that was Robert. Maybe the kids will just be stupid and not pick up on it. Kids are pretty stupid. Hmm. I mean, I guess... We could only do one. And then that one would keep the other one in check until the kids are old enough. Okay. That could work. Uh, so only one of you is going to get converted tonight, and then the other one will uh, keep that, you know, keep that one in line. So who's it going to be? I'll let you two decide. I thought you were already converting. He hadn't stuck it in yet. He just made the incision. I mean, you, you already got the incision done on his head. Oh, fuck you, Sherry! I love you, Bob. I mean, Stuart. Excuse me. I love you, Stuart. Oh, that's it? I thought you were going to do a butt. All right. (laughs) Sure. I love you, Stuart. But you're a a lazy, selfish, inattentive asshole. Yeah, I know. Put it in. Okay. And he <laughs> shoves the larva in the wound. Alright, so I think that's that's the end. And then we can right. do the aftermath. So you don't flip him yet. You can give one of your face-down cars to someone else if you want. Uh, I'll keep. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna... I guess I'll, I'll give this one to you. Oh, alright. It gives me, I guess, maybe not a... Alright, I'll end, give that but... one to you. Thank you. There we go. So we get good endings, and Ed's going to have a terrible ending. All right. So you add them with the tilt ones you have. Okay. So that's two red. Total. Yeah. I don't know, so that's eight, 13, 16. I got nine blue. All right. So let's look at nine. Let's look at... Sixteen. You said six, sixteen red. Sixteen red. You're nine, nine blue. blue, and I'm two red. 
All right, well, Ryan, you started us off. Do so you want to read your aftermath? Okay, so aftermath. Amazing. There, there are things I have wanted, and now I have acquired them. Love, money, respect, cake. Those things are mine through good luck and good karma, and now I will be happy forever. So I think that uh, once, once Stuart has his parasite, he becomes the perfect husband. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Revolting. Well, that was nasty and probably extremely brutal. I'm just speculating here, but my guess is that I've lost something precious like a body part or my soul yeah, while traveling go. on my personal road to grand anonymous failure. Maybe I'm dead, maybe not. So, yeah. But you're a perfect husband now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunate. It's true I've made some mistakes, perhaps some very serious ones, but in the end, I am, but, but in the end, here I am, more or less whole, more or less not broke, a prisoner or dead. Let's agree to call that a win. Uh, I mean, I guess we got one more person, and then yeah. we're probably going to realize at some point that the HOA is not the road to world domination that we originally thought it was. So we're going to have to expand our plans a bit there. Right. Uh, more, more or less, the aliens are just keeping on, keeping on. Yeah, right. All right, that was fun. Yeah, I, what are I we going to call it. that one? Hmm. Hmm. Alfredo and Roberto. Eh, they were pretty minor. Uh, also, socks. Yeah. Puppet sound. Sock puppet love. I was thinking like a puppet government. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with some yeah. titles. All right. So what did you guys think of Second Ed? I liked it. I I, I like the setup of it. it. It does work a lot faster than First it Edition. It definitely, yeah. yeah. It's definitely, it's the setup easier. is a lot faster. I think I still like First Ed better. I think I like this better. I, I like the idea of mixing decks. I thought yeah. that was a yeah. cool yeah, a cool we, thing. Yeah, we could definitely can do. try that. My um, only my only problem with uh, the one thing that I was thinking about the, about second ed is it's harder to write your own. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you just have to write all the things, all the elements out, and then either print them on cards or maybe like you gotta you gotta stack of index cards. Yeah. It definitely have. it definitely is more difficult to uh, uh. write up your own. I mean, you'd have we'd have to count out. I, say, yeah. I think I think in some ways, I think it would be easier to write your own because there's fewer of each thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's harder to like print your own because and they do they did give you some blanks. They give you one of each, like the relationship, the need, the object, and location. But there's definitely fewer of each, right. so you don't have to come up with like six things for six right. categories. Right. Maybe it was just the what we drew in the this playset, but I feel like the stakes weren't. Very high. Very well, I mean, high. it was also it wasn't like a very high stakes yeah. playset. Um, I I also I also find that it's a little bit difficult playing with three people. Yeah, because yeah. there's there's usually not someone like sitting out of a scene who can jump into and and be like a background character. It's, yeah, it's harder to it's harder to flesh out the world. Like we had that we had those moments where like. You know, you, you were like, "Who said that?" And I was like, "You know, Bob said it." And yeah. yeah. No, I, I would, I would definitely play. Second no, I would again. definitely play it again. I still think I like First Ed better, better, but I mean, I think I like this more. Also, in time of COVID, we don't have to like be touching everyone's dice all the time, right? right. Like 
we just deal out the cards and that's it. Like we don't have. I to also, it definitely was a lot quicker the setup. Yeah, yeah. The setup was a lot faster. I I also like the idea of of just having names on the cards so you can you know. Yeah, that's smart. If you if you need a name, you just pick one out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was real smart. I, I like that. That's that's a cool. And also, thing. we didn't pick any of them because it was a um, it was a white middle class neighborhood. Right. The names are very. There were a lot of diverse names. Yeah, I had uh, what was the one of the ones on here? Uh, Kwame, which was yeah. I had Yukuaba, How, Adwoa, Ramen, Fails. I had, I had Fails too. I had a lot of waspy names: Jean, Charles, Brad, Marjorie, Danny, Paula. But then I, I also had Dahlia and Marcella. Dahlia, that's a good name. So, yeah, there, there were some diverse names, which I think is a good thing. Dickerson. Yeah, no, this is fun. I, would, I mean, I think if we're doing a, a spoopy fiasco again, we can do the... The Beast. The Beast one. Or we could, depending on the cards, if we wanted to mix that with... Mm-hmm. Something like else. Like the Suburban playset right. or something to just be like, oh, it's Suburban Monster. I, I haven't I haven't really had a, a chance to crack open a lot of the decks, but I, I would like to now go through them. Yeah, I no, thought they pretty cool. I thought some of the elements that they had were, were really great. I mean, um, it's possible if we wanted to get our own. I know when we were making playsets in the original one and I was doing layout, like Bully Pulpit just sent me the font files that they used for mm-hmm. Fiasco for like the custom thing they did for the dice on the side. So depending on how open they are with their designs, if they can send out like the card designs, it would be a lot easier if we wanted to make more official looking things. And just like get it printed at Kinko's. How many, I wonder how many cards there are in the deck. Cause you could use a regular, like a standard deck of cards and, and just write things on them in Sharpie or, yeah. Yeah. Or be like the Jack of Hearts equals, right. Just that would make it a lot more copy. You have to keep going back, but yeah. All right. Well, that was our second at Fiasco. Uh, Ryan, you got the remote. I've been more than part of more than two Fiascos. Really? Yeah. This is definitely not the second Ed Fiasco. Ed's been part (laughs) of a lot more Fiasco. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any. I can think of like three right off the top of my head. I'll ponder this. Anyone have any final will thoughts? Uh, I've only got two Eds. 